0: Good.
1: Hey, hey. hey. Yes, Robert.
2: What's
0: up? Robert. Yo. What
2: out? Can't baby. That's the Dharma Destroyer. <laughs> that's, that's it. The Dharma that's Destroyer it. guns.
0: We're gonna, we're gonna down. We're gonna down the duca.
2: <laughs> Such violent <laughs> imagery. <Kill it.
0: laughs>
2: Robert, have you added more pictures? <laughs> um, no. Actually, is that possible?
0: Well, I actually added a whole bunch more. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can rotate it and show you. Oh it. man You, you can get the ceiling.
1: Way. I think that's the next step. Uh...
0: Yeah, yeah, that would be sick. That would be sick. I no, think I have, there's I have, a little
2: have... bit of white space.
0: <laughs> I actually tried <laughs> no! to put some stuff on the ceiling, but it didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> Cause it wouldn't stick because the texture of the ceiling is kind of like pointy. Yeah. It's like then, oh, it's then a... we just
3: changed the texture of the ceiling.
2: <laughs> exactly That's right. you could wallpaper above and then add things to the wallpaper see yeah. you know like modern it. problems require modern solutions exactly, exactly. <laughs>
0: Innovation. <Improvise>, adapt, overcome. <laughs> we've
3: uh, we've been told in our new accommodation if we want to mount things to the walls we must use adhesive <laughs> we're disallowed from using any screws nails even tacks so this is about to get interesting mm. Robert what's your method
0: um blue tack blue, tack, blue yeah. tack adhesive yeah
3: old faithful blue tack
0: old faithful sometimes white tack white tack's better because if you don't put pick it pick it off the wall afterwards no one can really tell
3: white tack I didn't even know such a thing existed
0: it's a real thing it's a real thing it doesn't say white for long but it it is when you get it out of the box
3: White tack. And then, what
2: color does it change? No. It changes blue, or just like um, a gray color, or like the oil from your fingers color. I,
0: I don't. I didn't know that was even a thing. Like, yeah, just like gray, usually, like spotted with bits of crap, like dots and stuff.
1: Welcome, rulers.
0: Welcome, Rulas. Hey guys, how are
1: you?
4: How
5: are
0: you? All good All here.
1: Carefully.
3: What you good guys to were see you, talking yeah. about?
2: You're talking about
3: mounting pictures.
2: Mounting dot 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 pictures.
3: Mm. <laughs> what else can be mounted? Discuss.
2: Camels, horses, hey, okay. t rexes.
3: Carefully. Do you know Rick's flavor. <laughs>
2: there's not. There's not a lot of camels in Canada, so. <laughs>
3: You'll have to make do with a moose, Rick.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Those animals are dangerous,
3: right? Moose are really aggressive, right? Wow. Is moose's the plural? It's probably moose, isn't it? Moose it is, is probably the oh. of moose, yeah.
0: Apostrophe.
1: <laughs> I'm imagining a very like Canadian version of the ox herding sort of uh, Paintings, except for instead of an ox, it's a moose. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it sounds like a bumper sticker, David. Yeah, that's <laughs> like a T-shirt idea. You need to go ahead and capitalize on. Yeah, <laughs> the the moose hurting, <laughs> the moose hunting pictures, the moose, <laughs> the moose the <laughs> moose mounting pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait. That's a different. That's a different bumper sticker.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I got jokes today. (laughs) Yeah, man. When do you not have jokes, Rick? I don't know. I've never known you to not have
5: jokes.
3: (laughs) Rilas, did you have any movement on your uh, your pet issue? No, not yet.
5: I'm focusing right now on finding another another job. Okay. So I really haven't had time to answer her back oh, and tell cool. her, like, okay, let's meet and talk about it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I've made pieces inside. Like, I'm right? doing this because of my kitty, not because, like, I do love her, but she needs to be, well, cared, taken yeah. care of. I'd say it. <laughs> so, well, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. So that's what yeah. I went in. Sounds good to I me. Feel, I feel peaceful. Really peaceful
2: lately. And that is the most important thing.
0: <laughs> mental health Wait. is number one, guys. Everything everything depends on mental health.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yay for peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> you said you're looking for more work, Rulaz. For an, another
5: job, like... Like I'm I'm gonna create this job right now so I can find mm-hmm. a new one so I can be independent. Like living my my own, no no Great. mother, no like just me and my cat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Poor mother yeah. will be lonely.
5: Yeah, but I'm planning to move close by. So okay, perfect. last time I moved out I noticed our relationship got stronger <laughs> and and way better than when we lived together together it's like she's a really conflicting person so that's why I'm, okay. I'm most of the time in my room because if I go out it's like start bombing everyone like why is this here oh, okay I'm going back to my room <laughs> see you <man. laughs> uh, she needs the dharma from you Rulas. <laughs> yeah but, <laughs> I'm like I noticed that when I'm calm I'm able to to splash this calm into other into my my close ones like uh-huh. We were talking my mom and my sister, and well, like really, when we're the three, the three of us are together. Wow, things are are tense, intense, and well, last time it wasn't, or at least I wasn't. So I was like, yeah, I'm practicing with with my Dama friends. We we call ourselves the Dama dudes, and well, the practice is quite easy. Like it's okay, this is enough. And they both they both felt calm. Like, they both felt calm when I told them, like, and it's okay, this is enough. And, well, they, they both went to that moment, and I think it was really awesome.
2: <laughs> well, if it happens once, if it happens once, it can happen again and again and again, <laughs> right? So it's it's uh, that positive pattern can already be established, right? It's really cool. Yeah.
5: I don't know if I guys ever told you, like, I think only Joe... <laughs> and DJ were present when I told this. But I a long time ago, about ten years ago, I was um ingressed into a hospital. Um, mm. put into a hospital, into a mental hospital, into a psychiatric psychiatry. And well I, I really never noticed um I was such an important part of my family. Like right now, mm. I can notice that people come to me. I think that's because of the Dharma, because I practice and I feel calm and I'm able to see things unbiased. So right now, I feel like like I'm a, a strong anchor of my family to keep us all together. Like I go like, oh hey, hey, let's do something because I want to see you guys, and we do something together, the whole family, and
3: well, for my part, I'm really happy about it. It's great. It's great. Damerato would be very pleased to hear that. He's always keen <laughs> to hear about the Dhamma bringing us back to our families. Yes.
5: And I don't know, but here in Mexico, the the families are are not just the nuclear family, the one that sticks together, but it's like cousins, uncles, aunts, grandparents, um, uncle grandparents i don't know how it's mm-hmm. called and like it's it's really a big community all together and it's,
3: it's
6: really right.
5: nice so Great. Uh, what kinds of things will you guys do together well we eat, we like to watch football um uh-huh. american football okay so soccer is not it's, re, it's really not my thing um, uh-huh. when there's american football we we come together we make some Barbecue, on steaks. We uh-huh. also got wings, buffalo wings, and stuff. And well, the last time we were eating, I don't know how it's called, marisco, um, crustaceans. <laughs> from the crustaceans, sea. yeah, crabs. <laughs> yeah, all, all from sea because of the Jesus Christ and everything. My friend was really Catholic, so uh-huh. we. The thing started going like really really weird because my sister was like i don't believe in the theory of evolution and all my cousins are like wow but what, what do you believe and i are like wow <laughs> like yeah she said something controversial but uh, well, <laughs> you don't need to believe in anything so <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. it was really cool
5: like, i like the turn my life is taking right now it's going from here Sounds and there bright.
3: Yeah, sounds great. And what uh, what what plans do you have for a new job? What kind of things are you looking for? Well, I'm looking to still be a 3D artist, a video game Mm -hmm. artist. Mm
5: -hmm. But here in Mexico, the the payload, the pay is it's really low, like really, really low, like one eighth (laughs) of the world. So I can really live on my own. So I'm really I do have expectations. Mm. From, from salary and, and wishes, and well, all, all of that stuff that can lead me to to places. But, well, that's what I really want to actually live my life in. I don't know how to say it like in loneliness, in with myself, and solitude. experience.
3: Yeah, with solitude. Mm.
6: Experiences.
3: So, myself. do you think that you could get remote work and get yeah. paid a USD? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's what you need. You got a portfolio. A points, yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> I, right. I I started sending it. Um, already got two answers. They were like, "Oh, we're, amazing." Not, we're not interested, but uh, it's okay. <laughs> no, yeah, they but but the good.
3: amount of different work that's out there. Once you're selling yourself to the world, so many opportunities, right? You'll you'll find yeah. work in USD yeah yeah and then you can be living it up in mexico city man yeah and eventually want to leave mexico at least
5: for i don't know for a while or permanently i really don't know um but i want to go to canada or, or europe like I want, I want to meet places
3: <laughs> yeah. you I, guys I got really... a visitor <laughs> yeah
5: and travel uh-huh. around if it's not living, travel around
3: Gonna meet friends around the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great. Sounds like a great plan. Yeah.
5: <laughs> it's scary like it to plan things like like okay, ah, like this is. Will well, I get Duka it. from this? And then it's like okay, there's <laughs> Duka, there's Duka in let's go. <laughs> let's <Yeah>. do it. <laughs>
3: you know exactly what to do. Yeah. So yeah. Uh huh. So, so there is a, a a subtle art in making a plan in the present <laughs> and not being drawn into the Duka kind of futuring, <laughs> right? But I mean, we have to make plans at some point, right? Yeah. We don't want to piss ourselves. We got to get to the bathroom. <clears throat> yeah. Or at least I'm, until I'm a monk and then am sitting on the Alps just chilling <laughs> have you considered ordaining
5: yeah yeah i do like okay. a lot of times i've been like oh yeah that'd be cool
3: and uh-huh. right now i'm really not thinking about it yeah yeah have you hung out in a monastery at all no never okay so that'd be the first step right go and go and yes. hang out for a while
2: yes go which go i know some hand
3: Yeah, 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 which I know some of the sangha have been doing, right? I think Keyshawn posted recently (laughs) that he'd been hanging out a lot. Yeah, am I remembering correctly? But I know that a few of us have gone and hung out quite casually, right? Uh So if my memory serves, there's obviously the the possibility of doing a retreat, but that's a retreat. Mm -hmm. That's in a retreat center where there's loads of guests. I think that's probably quite a different thing, to just turning up and saying, "Hey, Dharma dude here, can I chill for a few nights and see what you guys are up to? Anything I can help with?" That that'd be the way to go, right?
5: Yeah. Here, Um, here, there's only I found two places, three places. Of, they're more Buddhist, more like Dharma. It's Tibetan mm-hmm. and one of one that's called um, Golden Path, I believe. Golden Path. Sounds like fancy. that.
2: It sounds it's, like it's,
5: it's really fancy. Like, like wow, I, I want to is um, fancy. How the talk. Um, I was like, wow, this is like, there's a lot of people here. But they're like, um, I don't know how to say it. Like, like grown ups that like two privileged folks that mm. I don't know. I work with one of those guys, and well, he stopped paying me. I, I delivered the job, and he never paid me. I was like, okay, I'm not judging the entire movement, but
2: it sucks. <laughs>
6: mm.
2: Well, maybe that's it. They just keep the gold, so it's there, <laughs> you know, on their own path.
6: <laughs> very, very. <laughs>
5: yeah, and the other one, Steven, Tan, which I find it kind of tantric, like uh-huh. a lot of more mystic and a mystic mm-hmm. a, a, a lot so i i started my practice with that with uh tongan junglin i think mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. where i take all the bad energy within in myself and i pull out all my good energy and gift it to the world over and like i'll take it it's okay like i can take it because i can purify myself it's okay mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. i love that practice and um i read about dunk
4: hmm
5: uh, yep. um, read right about what, sorry? Dzogchen. <coughs> I, I don't know. Oh, Dzogchen.
2: Yeah.
3: Huh. Mm. Mm. And Rigpa, which I, I really love Rikpa. Like It's like... Dzogchen <clears throat> would be the part of Tibetan Buddhism which is most similar to what we call the Supramundane Dharma. Okay. No bullshit. No frills. No fancy stuff.
2: No frills, Simple which direct. is the name of a uh, grocery store chain over here <laughs> no kidding yeah
7: and
3: yeah i think um, a, a a good test i suppose of any monastery that you might end up at is what kind of religious practices are you going to have to take up if you decide you want to live there yes <laughs> And is the game worth the candle? Goodbye, Doug. Oh, okay, Doug. Uh, yeah, maybe try again later, brother. Yeah, that would certainly be my concern if I was going to go on all day and ordain. I would be looking at, okay, what what kind of formal <laughs> stuff is going on here? And can I opt out? <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. Well, like I told you, I was on on a psychiatric hospital. Then I was into yeah. a rehab clinic, cause well, uh-huh. my I got a psychosis. that was because of drugs and alcohol and all of that, and so uh-huh. I was introduced to AA and A and all of that stuff. Mm. I I opted to pull out cause of the religious stuff that was in there. Right. Uh, yeah. And it was like really dogmatic. Like, okay, you need to pray. and I'm Like, okay, uh-huh. I think I need to pray. To and who? I... <laughs> yeah, to, to to god of your choice and it's like but it's we're not going to tell you who to pray but it has to be a god. Uh, okay, but that. Okay. So I really opted out and uh-huh. I went like I I opted out and I was like okay, but I just can't stay here like hey Alex I went with Demarado. I found Demarado with it's multiple choice. <laughs> so, I, I went one in. or
2: more or less.
5: <laughs> I found a group biking. I, I yeah. with Daniel Ingram and Demarado.
2: Mm.
5: And well, I was like, okay, um I, I don't know how but I chose to to watch Demerado videos. So I started mm. there, there and there and there. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna call. And I called, I was in, childly neighb nerv- nervous. I was like, okay, what's he gonna say? I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna chill. Like he's he's okay, like okay. And the first session, like the the first talk we we had,
4: man, I wasn't
5: really
3: like, Wow. <laughs> I mean, like, wow, amazing, like amazing. <laughs> he's good like that. Yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> Yeah, I remember I had some some uh, skepticism before I first called Damarato. It was uh, a friend named Noah on the stream entry Reddit posted out that uh, Damarato had some space. And I said, oh, I don't know if I can handle the Buddhist thing. I don't know if I can be reading scriptures and doing prostrations and all that. And Noah said, no, 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 no. <laughs> He said it's like talking to your granddad. I said okay, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> yeah,
5: it's weird the concept because I I really had a concept before of of what Buddhism was. Uh-huh. Like oh my god, like they they really go and live into a forest and you're there they are all the time. Like that's what Buddhism is
3: that's your only flavor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
5: No, it's like, wow, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's awesome. Cause I was like, yeah. I thought
3: I was going to be a alone practitioner,
5: because, well, I didn't want to go to a to live in a forest. Not yet. So okay. I'm like, well, I'm going to read. I'm going to practice the best I can. And then Tamara was like, OK, you need to forget everything you've read. I'm like, mm. OK, <laughs> OK, Done. <And> well, yeah, <laughs> re- like it was like, okay yeah i can do it (laughs) it wasn't even that great so let's go
3: (laughs) So yeah Yeah. and the rest is history
5: yeah the rest is history like literally Mm
3: -hmm. living life delightful (laughs) yeah delightful alex how you doing brother good man how are you good how's everybody
8: yeah
5: alex
3: everybody's smiling now you were trying to get a hold of me earlier today is is there still something you want to talk about there is but it's uh can't do it okay we'll do it later for sure anything else you want to share
8: um i don't know man I'm so thankful for the Dhamma.
3: Ah. It's, just,
8: it's just nuts, man. I, I I feel like, I feel like there's just like an engine of peace living inside of me. <laughs> 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 it's like, you know, I, I wake up in the morning and there's dukkha and it's like, it's like the, the dukkha itself is peace. It's like, I don't, I don't even know anymore. It's like things just, things just, like, evaporate.
3: (laughs) They sure do. And they always did, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Right? You can't do nothing about it. Just try hanging on to that dukkah. Right. Well, don't, but...
8: (laughs) Well, that's what it is, right? Like, if you are hanging on to it, then you're hanging on to it. And then, like, the hanging on to it is is more unwholesome than like not even making an attempt to do anything about it to control it to suppress it to get rid of it what's more wholesome is just just seeing it and mm-hmm. regarding it with yeah I, I don't know it has such a little significance it sure do even the really significant dukkha has such little significance. It's, it's so strange, and I, I, never, I never saw it this way before. It never, was, it never was like this. I remember very well where I would wake up or experience something heavy, or, or at least that I would call heavy, because now there's the, still the tendency to call it heavy, but there's nothing really heavy. There might be some things that are well, heavier than others, but even that isn't heavy.
3: Is, is right like the whole relationship that's, that's called fruit. That's the fruit of your good practice.
8: Oh, I thought you said that's
3: truth. Oh, that's no, fruit. fruit. Yeah, fruit. Om, nom 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 <laughs> nom 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 nom. Juicy <laughs> juicy fruit. A big fat dharma watermelon.
2: That's some fruit is heavier than others.
6: <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> but it's still fruit. <laughs>
2: it's still fruit. Grapes, uh, watermelons, <laughs> bananas.
3: <laughs> Why not? So yeah, you practiced to make that duca light, to make that duca insignificant. And now you get to enjoy freedom.
8: Yeah. So I guess that brings up a question was it always insignificant or is it learning to see it as insignificant or are those two the same it's
3: it's precisely (laughs) as significant as you make it yeah as you make it yeah because
2: we're we're generating the meaning anyway we're the ones generating the meaning so there's no external we can't we attribute all of it, right? We can't look at this event or object or whatever, say, oh, it's coming from that. We know that's not true. We know it's not true. But we trick ourselves in the moment. They, oh, no, it's coming from the external world. But no, none of that's true.
8: None While I can trace back and see that it's a, uh, the, the piece that I'm experiencing is a direct correlation of the effort that I've put in. I can also see that, I don't know if, you, if you've had this, Dan, but it's, it's also that it seems as though there is really nothing I'm doing
3: to see these things as less significant. Um, That's, again, the fruit of practice. Once upon a time it was very difficult for you to see things in this new way. It was something you read about somewhere and it seemed abstract and mystical. Now you've practiced. Just the same as someone practices a technique on a musical instrument, and it seems difficult at first, later it becomes easy. The same messages have to go from the brain to the parts of the body in the case of the musician you're looking in the same way now as you were when you first heard about that way of looking and it was new now it's easy and at one
8: point in all of our lives it was this easy right until we started learning these other well
3: that's that's habitual- an interesting one right cuz i don't think youngsters are looking at their experience in the way that we mean Right. We're talking about investigation. Yeah. We look at the newborn baby and say, "Oh, isn't it peaceful, isn't it wonderful?" Well, it's just not doing very much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: It's not so, what It's not much, when yeah. crying. no nope. it's, it's, it's not, not oh, what a peaceful baby. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah. peaceful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm.
3: It's it's a potato and then it's an aggressive potato and then it's back to being a potato again Uh, and then we learn of course all the all the nasty stuff all the baggage and then we come to the dharma and we learn wisdom and that's the full circle we can then come back in a sense to that peaceful condition of the potato but with the benefit of wisdom okay okay we can like we can learn how to stop doing so much Yes hence rendering ourselves potato
2: dan are but you a white hungry
3: now <laughs> <laughs> wow it really is like a full circle kind of thing is isn't it in a sense in a, in in a way of illustrating it yeah yeah hmm. yeah i want some i want some wise chips
2: you're talking about fruits and potatoes I'm like hmm dance just getting uh-huh. ready for dinner
3: uh-huh. <laughs> I was gonna tell you guys there's a
5: saying here that you can't eat watermelon on the night because it's gonna be it's gonna be heavy for your stomach but but it's came in Mexico so so people are okay eating eating tacos and eating nasty big stuff but if you eat watermelon it's gonna be bad for you in the morning so watch
3: what? <laughs> Really? It's <laughs> <is> like 90% <laughs> water! <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: Hence the it's name.
2: The
3: name. <laughs> it's right there. The name. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird, dude. I was like, that oh, is yeah, bizarre. Here, try the
2: I spice to... juice right before that. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah.
5: Don't eat that. <laughs> Good have sauce. Like, mm, that's ice, but watermelon, <laughs> no. Get okay? that thing,
7: or I'm gonna be sick, okay? That, that thing's gonna make me sick. <laughs> I got a question while we're on a food topic. I I had like this interesting thought since we're finding like that science, like our guts are related to our brains more than ever so, because we see that our microbiomes are related, controlling how we feel sad, happy, uh, depressed, etc., etc. How does that play into like Dhamma? Because would you say like if 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 a person is super healthy and he has like really good microbiome has really good digestion has really good like health mm. is 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 it less dukkha does less dukkha appear to him not
3: necessarily oh. less dukkha perhaps less nasty brain chemistry right that that brain chemistry leads to thoughts and it's how we interpret those thoughts that's dukkha.
7: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? But, we give to. Yeah, but I guess it, it, the, the state that person would be naturally in would be more wholesome state over most of the time and then it's just be like small drops whenever he experiences like something uh, that reminds him of his like childhood or whatever the trauma is and then he dips down and then maybe he has like a bit of dukkha but then the chemicals regulate themselves back and eventually he may be late he maybe sits in dukkha for five minutes, for ten minutes, for an hour, who knows? And then maybe he goes back. But a person who who's not so healthy might be stuck in the rabbit hole for a bit longer because the the body is still f- functioning on habits of like consuming maybe like more toxic food and then the hormones and everything prolongs mm-hmm. the process of of, of of dukkha. I don't know. I, I just had this like toss I was like I I was wondering how how does like food really play into hindrances and actually like removing them can we can we be in a healthier body and remove them easier than for example somebody who's a bit more sick more ill i'm i'm uh, i'm i'm looking at
3: my resident neuropsychologist
4: <laughs> well yeah um <laughs> is it okay if I just go audio only of course <laughs> yeah that's a very interesting question actually um, yes, the, uh, what Dan talked about brain chemistry. Definitely, we see that protein is converted into tryptophan, which is taken up by serotonin, which makes us feel good. So, if you have more protein, we are you're more likely to experience uh, that high from serotonin. Not not really high. Well, more positive emotions. But then again, there is something called toxicity, which is like when your brain is not getting enough of the good chemicals and your gut is not healthy, your brain is essentially having to allocate more energy into relieving your physical pain and getting rid of all of that uh, toxic material, which is... You know, accumulated in your tummy, uh, or even in your bloodstream. So that way, yes, uh, the energy expenditure is v- much more. So you'll probably have very little cognitive energy to actually think through any of this, or even remember Dharma, for that matter. Hmm. So yeah, it's very, very, very much related.
7: Yeah, I was thinking is it it's like almost like a blind screen like slightly you you can still remember it's not like it's not there it's always there
6: mm-hmm. but
7: it, it 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 definitely would feel difficult because as
6: yeah. I,
7: as i experienced previously i would i would uh, i used to take like Xanax and Xanax completely makes you numb you have like no dukkha, mm-hmm. no problems nothing at all so it made right. me wonder like what what happens if 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 the body is actually in that state permanently like just like in its own hormones and making happy, good, happy dopamine hormones serotonin, etc., etc. How does that relate to dharma?
3: Yeah, it's 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 definitely good to eat healthy, and and the benefits, as we know now, are many and varied. I'm wondering now about that person who has had no exposure to dharma is very very healthy and almost always in a wholesome state but then say they lose a loved one or they fall ill or some other catastrophe happens they lose their job whatever what then now then the next question becomes well what if we do the dharma and eat a shit ton of yogurt
2: (laughs) (laughs) is that is that how yogurt comes in the uk Shit, ton, shit tons you shit
3: ton. yeah that's the official
2: <laughs> unit of measurement because that tells you yeah. like
8: a lot
3: yeah we have a delivery truck back right up to our front door and we <laughs>
4: I'll
2: shit ton.
3: <laughs>
2: i just i need a half a shit ton
3: Today. <laughs> no, it doesn't it doesn't come in half. It come oh,
2: it's either, with, either with it's either. We're serious about gut health oh,
3: here
4: wow. in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that was a very interesting question, Carl. Um, just another piece of information that I just recalled. Um, healthy eating and exercise are very much correlated with lesser chances of developing dementia. Well, now it's not the only marker you've got to have good socialization, and a bunch of other factors, but it definitely helps, yeah. So, yeah. Yay for health.
3: So, bring on the yogurt, bring on the kimchi, (laughs) bring on the pickled gherkins,
5: the sauerkraut. Let's go. We're going to need one shit ton, because it's going to be all of us,
3: and we're going to need a lot. One or two. One one shit ton of all the fermented foods. Please. (laughs) I'll
2: take an eight. (laughs) (laughs) eight
3: <laughs> <laughs> a- it, it, it also gets interesting if we if we look in the other direction because considering the way that the monks have eaten over time They're eating on charity, right? They don't have any choice over what they eat, and if poverty hits the village where the what is, then the monks don't have a lot of diversity in their food. So how are they dealing with that? So we see that. Uh, I suppose we could talk about a kind of hierarchy. Yes, uh, influencing the chemistry is great, but if we know the dharma, we can deal with any chemistry. It's just chemistry.
4: Definitely, the, a compounded effect is going to be the way. It's going. Oh, be for sure. The if we can, effective. yeah. If
3: we can do the health and the dharma, then. Yeah.
4: Pfft, but but I would argue, um, depend like what you said about people, monks getting food that's, you know, not really up to their choice. I mean, they don't have a choice in what well, kind of would, food they yeah, get. Yeah, they
3: might not have a lot of diversity, right?
4: Yeah, that's true. But it would impact the quantity, right? We are talking about a time when there wasn't fried food. Mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. when there wasn't like coke and energy drinks and sugar oh for sure so yeah
3: no yeah so junk food was was out of the question right but i'm i'm talking about there there would have been times for some watts where they only had rice yeah right
4: most countries even like if we trace back to i don't know to a considerable time, they would have a naturally balanced diet, a somewhat Mm -hmm. naturally balanced diet. They wouldn't maybe have a super healthy one, but a balanced one. Yeah,
3: without the crap. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it might have been rice for a little while if, if, if there was a drought or something, but then it would have, I suppose, balanced out and hopefully they would have had enough vitamins in their system to keep the general functioning going and with a strong dharma practice we can weather that storm
4: Mm
3: -hmm. yeah nowadays we have the luxury of having incredibly healthy diets and practicing the dharma and doing whatever kind of exercise we want
7: we're spoiled Hey,
4: hey joe
7: what's up joe
6: How's it going, everybody? (laughs) Rick.
5: Awesome. How are you?
6: Great. just got done. I, with work, I was out a little bit late, so. Cool. All right. Hop on. How's the farm? Good. I I transplanted a lot of stuff today and uh, got done just before it got dark, so. Great. It's good. (laughs) Perfect. it's always a it's a skill of like uh, estimating like how much you can actually get done as one person so this time i like right. i hit it right on Ooh, so. nice nice
3: probably working about thrice as hard as the rest of us
6: <laughs> <laughs> this time of the this time of the year yeah i mean it's it's definitely very uh april and may are kind of those like for, forget it months but actually at I made it so that at the end of May, I have a, like a, I'm going to a monastery in Switzerland for a week, so like nice. I have I have to get everything done by the last week in May, and uh-huh. uh, then and then just forget about everything for for a week. So
3: nice, so. nice. So you're just going to casually hang out?
6: Yeah, yeah that's the idea. Yeah, yeah.
3: beautiful. Yeah. We, yeah. we were a, just talking Thai, about
6: that. Early. It's a it's a, Thai, it's a Thai forest monastery in Switzerland. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And the Swedish uh, monk that I – see Alex. Hi. Cool news, Joe. The The Swedish monk that I, uh, cool <laughs> uh, that I, that I like that that died, um, that was the monastery that he was at. Uh, okay. So uh-huh. just from reading his books and hearing him talk about it, uh, I, I really want to go. I want to visit. And it's also – when I first came to Europe, uh, just like randomly, I went to Switzerland as the first place just just was traveling around and uh it was actually like 10 minutes from where this monastery is where i went so it seems like one of those sort of like oh, i gotta go there because it's it's a really beautiful area in the mountains in the swiss alps with you know the crystal clear water and sounds delightful. All that. We'll try and try and uh, try and get some photos for us hey oh uh, yeah I should, I'll, I'll take the camera yeah
3: great oh, that sounds amazing sounds delightful what else has been going on anything to report
6: it was interesting watching my thoughts as I was transplanting. Uh my mind is was just going like all over the place because it's something that I, I've done so much that like it's just autopilot, but I could really right. uh yeah, it, it was just crazy to see because it's like some thoughts that I, I thought like, oh I've taken care of that. <laughs> like that's you know, that's old news started mm. coming up and you know, just started mm. noticing it and trying to come back to more wholesome
3: thoughts interesting right
6: yeah
3: still around still knocking about in there somewhere right yeah 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 well great you know exactly what to do with it
6: toss it out
3: out. given the time of day Uh uh-huh beautiful robert has anything progressed for you since we spoke last
0: Uh yeah it's been okay. Um still struggling a bit with motivation. That seems to be oh. a, a real big one and then the other side of that coin is feeling bad for not having motivation. So those two oh. kind of go together. Oh. Yeah, the yeah. lack of motivation. That's that still come up, comes up a bit, but um getting a bit better, you know. Sometimes I'll spend a few hours uh off track in a rut. But eventually, I'll always, like, pick myself back up again and get back on the, the dammer horse and the, um yeah, just, like, get, get myself back to feeling good again and hopefully, hopefully, yeah, like, doing stuff mount, as well.
3: Mount it. Yeah. Rick's always ready to make a joke of whatever issue we might be having. And it's just delightful. Can we make those kind of jokes to ourselves in moments when perhaps we're feeling low?
5: Mm. I do make jokes to myself, but I'm scared one time I'm going to lull (laughs) on the street.
2: (laughs) It's a skill. It's a skill to contain it, like the giggle, (laughs) uh, the laugh attacks sometimes yeah,
1: yeah
2: and sometimes yeah. you just can't sometimes you just can't and you just have to fr- not, not not care and hopefully you're not yeah. with someone who would be too embarrassed you know but or that no police are around to try to test you on oh. but yeah i mean the absurdity does hit you at occasion and you just oh you just have to like let it let it leave for a minute to like maintain your social composure and get back to whatever the the, the social task was but yeah sometimes it's just too much it's hilarious, mm-hmm.
4: you know,
2: hilarious. Mm-hmm.
3: uh the uh the alexander technique community of which i'm part <clears throat> lost its leader just recently and this was a very valued teacher he had about 25 years experience over the next most experienced teacher so it's a real loss for the community but one of my favorite stories that he told was of a fellow who approached him one time and said what would you do don if right before you died you found out that all of this alexander technique stuff that you teach is nonsense And Don said, well, I'd die. (laughs) And then the fella said, okay, okay, but but what if you found out that this was all nonsense and and then you had a moment and then you died? And Don said, well, I'd laugh and then I'd die. What,
7: What is the Alexander Technique?
4: It's,
3: well, I'll, I'll tell you the story of, of what it's been for me is the easiest way to do it. I went to see a chiropractor regarding pain in my upper back. And the chiropractor said, there's nothing wrong with your spine. It's what you're doing with it that's causing you all the trouble. She said, you can come back to me every two weeks for the rest of your life. If you like, I'll put you right you can go off and put yourself wrong again. I'll put you right again and we'll play that game. Or she said, you can go and see an Alexander technique teacher and they'll teach you how to stop putting yourself wrong. So it's for anyone who's causing themselves trouble in the way that they're using their body. And the means of training oneself out of those harmful tendencies is Mental discipline regarding movement, learning to get really clear on how we're directing ourselves in movement, learning to stop old, unhelpful ways of doing things and design new and better ways of doing things. And so you can hear how that was a tasty one two punch along with the Dharma for kind of five years of intense training there, I was training to teach. And the two went very, very well together. And actually, the community just reunited. There was a long pause for COVID because it's a hands on discipline, the teacher uses the hands to communicate with the student. And so we hadn't done anything together for about three years, and we just got together with a new group of trainees who are now beginning to go through the course and this uh this leader of ours don they actually found out that he'd passed away uh whilst they were on a video call for some training he was late and uh later and later and so two of the other trainers went round to his house and found him deceased so that was quite a shock but it's a wonderful community and i got to see the trainers then his his kind of senior students who he has trained to teach uh they went ahead and gave a wonderful weekend workshop in his absence so i'm very pleased to be part of that community right here in bristol bring some wonderful folks in
7: folks rather like us i would say crazies everywhere
4: alternative isn't
3: it sorry joe i said bristol
6: is quite alternative in general right
3: it is yes
6: yeah Yeah,
3: you, you you can find anything here in fact uh one of the strangest experiences i had in bristol was a contact improv class anyone tried contact improv this was a recommendation from uh this 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 leader of the alexander technique community. Uh, this was in the module in which we were learning to use our hands to communicate with a student. And uh, he said, there's this wacky thing called contact improv that if you get the chance to try it, you, you got to go try it. And uh, yeah, wacky is, is the word. It it kind of is what it says on the tin. It's It's loosely classified as a form of dance, based around contact with another person or persons so it's basically people touching each other
6: oh yeah i've i've done i've done that I, it, they just called it contact dance but uh okay. yeah that's that's that's, that's super, it's super that's super hippie shit <laughs> yep yep
3: I, just I, I, had some, the...
6: I had some some dude in between my legs like pushing up with his head like (laughs) i was like yeah yeah, that's interesting feeling i've never thought i would have experienced that as an adult right it's kind of fun it makes you feel like a kid
3: yes yeah it's very (laughs) childlike yeah certainly i i probably hadn't interacted with strangers in that way since i was a kid kids will do it right kids will fall all over each other but yeah i think the beginning of the class was they warmed up with just a kind of a total freestyle and that that became i i we were laid on the floor myself and another dude with our heads touching just kind of wriggling around
2: that's quite an icebreaker that's a serious it was icebreaker
3: bizarre it was bizarre and you know the the last thing that you're going to do in that environment is sit down and hear the introduction and uh and then say Nah, I'm out of here. <laughs> you're kind of you're in if you're in, so uh, one embraces and has quite an experience. I didn't feel compelled to go back, but it was it was an experience, all right.
6: Yeah, I, I did it on this uh, this weekend sort of like get together thing where they were building like a Native American roundhouse and. Uh, so that gathers together an interesting group of people. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of into like, you know, uh, survivalist type things, but there were a lot of people who were there, were there more as just this sort of all around hippie vibe thing. And so everybody was like contributing their thing. And uh, yeah, so somebody, somebody did that. I actually, I, I thought it was quite enjoyable, like personally, but... Um, just because it's something so different that you're not used to experiencing. And if you just, I mean, if you're used to just not really caring that much, it's, and you're not really that, you know, weird about touch or anything like that. It's also, I've I've done a lot of that, like, sort of uh, like, what is it? I I don't know what it's called in English, but in Swedish, it's like, like basically translates to like free dancing, where they play music and then everybody just sort of flails about and like does whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know and and that's that's fun i i i enjoy i enjoy that actually i think a little bit more because like there's no pressure and like you can yeah. close your eyes and literally just flail about and yeah yeah. yeah yeah just like <laughs> yeah range, exactly, right? yeah. Allows, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
3: yeah yeah i think the value in the in the contact improv stuff is in just how unusual it is right in that childlike quality it was certainly interesting
6: yeah, but the with the Alexander technique, I think I think I pretty much do that every day with my job because like I have to, because if I, right. if I don't think about my body, like like right now I would I would be unable to move like with the amount wow. of physical stuff I did today, right. and, but I was thinking about things all the time, so it's it's like right. a constant. And then also just in terms of like doing things smart, where it's like every single time I need to get a tool to make something lighter. I always walk back and go and get it. I never try to, like, right. force yeah, yeah. something because that's I've right. done it before. And then and then you throw out your back or something, and then it's like, you know, you're just, like, totally out of it. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I do is just, like, constantly bending at the, you know, at the hips and trying to keep the back straight, you know, to try to yeah, keep, yeah, like, a hinge yeah. instead yeah. of, like, folding like that. Yeah, um, we do
3: so much on hips because a lot of folks just don't know where their hip joints are because yeah. no one ever fucking tells us well if and you look very, at
6: very often, if you look at people from like more like indigenous like places they, they naturally know how to do like people who yes farm yes in, in yeah. like hand using hand tools they naturally know how to bend over you know and they can bend straight at the waist and yeah. touch the ground and do that all day you know uh, yeah. i i can't do that I, I mean i mostly i work on my knees um, right. Or like kind of like the squat pose, where you know, kind of yeah. yeah. That's that seems to be. I switch between those two. Um, yeah,
7: yeah. But yeah. Almost also like we're meant to use our bodies.
6: Almost like
3: we're meant to use our bodies, and almost like they're well made.
7: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Rick kneels to. <laughs> But um, it's interesting that the whole thing about indigenous people is Alexander's whole premise, actually. He was talking about how the term that he used was primitive man. He was talking at the beginning, he was writing it rather at the beginning of the 20th century. And he was talking about how primitive man just uses the body in the way that it's made. No trouble. But in civilization, we've come to do these repetitive tasks, and our environment has changed so rapidly that evolution has not been able to keep up. In the natural environment, keep up evolution, evolution. had... Mi- Sorry, Rick?
2: It's a keep up evolution. Come on. Keep up,
3: right? I, come don't, on. Have, Slacking I don't have behind. Years. Slacking behind. So you know as our environment changed in the natural world there was hundreds of thousands of years for the the body to adapt over generations but then once civilization once agriculture and then of course the industrial revolution came along things started to change now joe you're saying the farmers in indigenous cultures seem to be getting on okay that's one level right but then you add the industrial revolution on top of that and then you add computers on top of that and you've got your typical hunched over clerk who you know just just is riddled with tension and and backache and and all sorts of problems
2: that's what we're going to see dan you know in a few few generations like people just you know with the phone yeah
3: yeah 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 there'll be a right angle in the neck
2: Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah this is where where we're headed
3: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
2: but they'll have really fast thumbs maybe two
3: (laughs) a mixed bag once again so so alexander's solution to this problem was that we must develop a conscious control of ourselves that a subconscious means of directing ourselves was no longer adequate to deal with the rapidly changing environment. And this was at the beginning of the 20th century. And of course, it's continued to change exponentially since then.
6: Yeah, I mean, at the, at the beginning of the 20th century, I mean, the, it's like 45% of the population was still like living on farms. Now it's yeah. like one, 1% one percent of the population, you know, so yeah. it's it's quite different. And then the other Neither thing is it's like... Joe. Sh- sh- the uh (laughs) like wearing shoes is like such a see you it's such a such a weird thing that you know i i mean like i really notice it you know because a lot of times i I work in like not really heavy duty shoes i just kind of have something like light so i can like feel the flex in my feet you know and like work those those muscles that we normally don't work in our ankles and then the other factor is just like I think a lot of people's like unhappiness would be fixed you know traditionally we'd spend like 90 95% of our lives outside 5% 10% inside and it's totally switched and it's I I think like it's literally statistically on average people spend 95% of their time in a controlled environment and that's just totally you know, like it—it it would be a very simple fix for a lot of people because I—I notice it myself. In the winter time, I'm like itching to, you know, have this time of the year where I can be outside all day comfortably. And yeah. um, I think it has a huge impact on our mental health. And a lot of times when people are looking for a big solution or something to why they're so unhappy, it's like sunshine, fresh air, like get out in nature a little bit go swimming yep. when's the last time you've been you like swimming in a cold lake you know yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. be unhappy if you are in a lake that's just physically impossible but <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah the, the the sensation is is too much right you're you're brought out of that thinking mind by the immediacy of the cold water and the fresh air and the the vista I suppose. I suppose if you're determined enough, you could still be thinking about the past and future. But uh, yeah.
6: I don't know the the moment you jump into cold water, you're, yeah, you're, that's pretty much it. You know, <laughs> like if it's if it's yeah. like yeah. jumping into lake like Lake Michigan or DJ with Lake Erie over there. Like I mean, it's it's cold. You know that yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. that shit's gonna shock you. You know. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And and and. Fresh. It's fresh, right? It's not just cold. It's
6: fresh. Yeah, you just have, and you just have this whoosh, like, and you can't even like, yeah. like, like, like talking about it is, it, you know, I've, I've swam, I swim all the time, like, even when it's like not really weather to be swimming, and yeah. it's, it, but you can't. Every time I forget what it's actually, the feeling is actually like and Mm. sometimes you have this sort of like hesitancy to do it or something but like every time it's just like like oh this is so good like we're you know i i don't know what it is it just has this sort of rejuvenating effect uh you know Mm. and it's just it's just nice I, i enjoy it
3: it certainly wakes up the nervous system right you're zinging very alert
6: it's a, lot, it's a lot more pleasant than like a cold the cold shower thing too because like yeah, yeah, I, I know a lot of people are into that but that, that strikes me kind of as the uh like the other side of the middle path of like beating yourself up a little bit because I, I mean I don't know like a warm shower is just nice like that's just the, the reality right. right but uh yeah I, I don't know it, it's it's just me though I, I know some people like cold showers and like the doing that. Wim Hof stuff
7: or whatever. Yeah. Um, really yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> is that, uh, could I, could I bring something up? Is that like why I, I've been recently reading the, Buddha because the recent book, I think it's seeing with the Dhamma, the name is yeah, seeing with the Dhamma. And he mentions how the senses are the ABC of, of Dhamma. So familiarizing yourself with your senses and, and exper- sensual experiences is is the way into Dharma at first, because a person who's not aware, like we can connect this to like Alexander Technique. We can connect this to many things mm-hmm. because you build your bodily awareness first. Right. And as mm-hmm. you build your bodily awareness, you start noticing these experiences as pleasurable and unpleasurable. And then you can recognize them as wholesome or unwholesome. Right. That's a lot way say. Yeah, understood it. So for me, like Joe just mentioned, like cold showers. I used to be that person who was like, oh, I really have to do like a cold bath or a cold shower as, as you mentioned. But now it beca- becomes like that thing as I'm okay with experiencing both ends of experience as far as like, it's, it's cold, but I'm enjoying it. It's hot, mm-hmm. but I'm enjoying it. You can play with your senses as far as you, as you become familiar with it. I think it's just like truly like an experience. Like you have to really build up your senses as build up your body as we stop using our bodies. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, yes. Beautiful. Anyone else got anything else?
1: Oh, I was just thinking with that. Yeah, it, it seems to be that like sometimes you can enjoy a nice cold shower and that can really wake one up, but also a hot shower. So It doesn't have to be all one or the other, yeah. Being able to play with both is nice. But yeah, I've played around with cold showers, uh, you know, in the past. A little less when it's, like, freezing outside. That, you know, it's, it's a little bit, oh yeah, I'm going to take a cold shower and then head out into the free, you know, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and head off to work. But um, it is fun playing with the the cold and playing with that sensation and then if you see the dislike come up with it or can you enjoy it? i mean afterwards or even during it there is i think it like triggers endorphins or something so there is like a rush of like energy and all that as well that's quite and nice and water yeah and water as well yeah <laughs> But, but yeah, being able to just chill, even if there's a little bit of, you know, discomfort, being able to kind of work through that a little bit and and being like, hey, this isn't all that bad. But, I mean, part of it is the conditionings as well. So if you're used to it, it's not that big of a deal. But if you're not used to it, but that's where, like, kind of going back and forth might be nice. Like, you know, one day you're taking a cold shower, the next day you're taking a hot shower. You're not getting, you know, used to any of it but you're getting mm-hmm. used to the change and that's really i think what it's all about is getting used to the change right because this uh this world's just going to keep on rolling it's just going to keep on doing its thing the contents of one's experiences are not going to stay the same they're they're in constant flux and so like that's really the thing is just being able to see that that constant flux and being able to ride that wave yeah
7: <laughs> love it beautifully put i was watching like the water sitting by canal side today and I, and I, and, I, and there was like quite a strong wind and i just kept paying attention to the water moving and keep trying to pinpoint where the water is is, is impossible it's it's, it's absolutely impossible. <laughs> i was like so how am i like trying to pinpoint myself in this moment right now when nothing about mm-hmm. me is, is, is mm-hmm. being stable at all
6: mm-hmm.
3: Nom, 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 nom.
2: <laughs> is that for a potato or for fruit
3: that's for fruit <laughs> okay that one's for fruit of course the french call the potato the apple of the earth and on that note i'm gonna leave you all, all right. <laughs> Is that, is that a good mic drop? On
2: that note, on that Is that note.
3: a good mic drop? The French call the it's potato a, the a... apple of the earth. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a good Dropping potato a, drop. Bombs. <laughs> it's, an, it's an apple drop. It's an apple drop. <laughs>
3: yeah, good. Great to see you all again. I was wondering if I so see you. will catch you next week, guys. See you, then. Bye-bye.
0: <coughs> Bye, Dan. Thank you for uh, the call. Hey.